Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Mike Brown, and check out my episode on 34 Questions. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Tonight, I have a very special guest. Mr. Ike Brown is in the building. How you doing, sir? Doing good. How you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. And uh, like I said before, thank you again for, for coming on and, you know, sharing your story. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It's my pleasure. The show. Uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm up questions just to, you know, set the tone of the interview. And then I do got some some game type things I was t- telling you about <laughs> we're going to try out today. And then also uh, a few curveballs. We probably seen that on the on the document. And then, of course, the main portion of the interview where you choose numbers between one and thirty four and we get the conversation rolling that way. Sound good to you? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, man. Well, uh, my very first question for you is how have you been? You've been doing well. You've been going through. It's been a crazy year, man. How you been? <laughs> um, I've been good. I feel like, uh, you know, just just from what happened last year, it's just a lot of growth that I'm going through. Um, and also just uh, I feel like I'm going through so much development within myself and within my uh, my artistry and, and within my relationship, just like all types of things. So um, I, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, and ultimately, I, I just feel like I'm uh, I'm building, I'm rebuilding and um, continuing to look forward to uh, some greater things in the future. So I feel that, man. I, I mean, that's probably like the one of the biggest positives we could get out of the the past year or so is that there's been a lot of a lot of time for growth and i feel you i've been in the same boat uh if you don't mind sharing what what do you think is the biggest way you've you've seen growth in yourself over the past year um i think the first thing is just like acknowledging my faults and the things that i feel like are mistakes or things that I wish I could have done better um, and not holding on to those things anymore and um, like letting go and just and just either moving on or or building upon those things so that that comes with like my relationship that comes with my artistry that comes with um, you know uh, you know making like business decisions and and taking risk and things like that you know what I mean I think that um, um, yeah yeah I got you. I got you. No yeah. worries, man. Um, all right. Well, we made it to the icebreaker portion where uh, it's a one-word spelling bee. I don't know if you're down. If you're down or or you could pass if you'd like. A one-word spelling bee? One word. Just one word, man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so your word is going to be... Let me see. All right. Let's see. Um, daiquiri. Daiquiri? Daiquiri. Ooh. Yeah, this might throw me for a loop. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, buddy. Dang it. It's crazy because I feel like I don't really drink daiquiris. Um, I, uh, I'm just going to go for it. Um, D-A-Q-U-R-I. One more try, man. One more time. All right. I feel like there might be a C in front of that Q. I feel like it's one of those type of words. It has a lot uh, of like the 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 way way it's spelled. It's not how it sounds to be. I mean, for me, I would have never really known unless I drank daiquiris all the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, give it a for shot. Sure. Give it a shot. All right. Well, since that was wrong, I'm just gonna take another guess. Uh, but D A C Q U I R I. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> the the correct spelling was D A I Q U I R I. That D wow. D I A Q. I would have never thought that was that yeah, Dak, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> Damn, I feel like I need to low key pay attention to that now. <laughs> no, no. Now you could use it. You could use it on other people now. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. For sure, man. Well, thank you for participating. Um, the so lately, I don't know if you've seen the other episodes, but basically if a contestant got it right or not contestant, but a guest got their word right, then that would mean they would qualify for the spelling bee of, of 34 questions. However, oh. that list has gotten so long that I've had to kind of switch it up. So 
for any of the games that you do play on the show, uh, if you do get it right or you finish within the the, the time, um, the the prize is that you get to you get to turn a question on me. If you ever get to a question where like mm, I want to I want to flip it back to you, you could flip it back to me. So that's a that's a little new thing. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so moving on to the warm up questions. The first one is, uh, what would you like the audience to know about you? I know there's a lot of folks like. For the folks out there, I met you at a uh, trap art event a long, long, long yeah, time ago. A long um, time ago. So, what would you like you know the audience to know about you? Um. Yeah. Well, first off, I'm I'm an artist, muralist, and educator. Uh, I'm based out of Oakland. Um, I'm originally from Sacramento, born and raised. Um, I've been doing art all my life. Uh, and kind of first started off as graffiti and then kind of like once I started getting into college, uh, dipping into like the fine art world. Um, and then after um, after college, it was just kind of focused on doing murals uh, for, you know, uh, since like 2016, 2017 or so. Um, and yeah, I, I, yeah, like I would say too, you know, I don't know. Fun, outgoing guy. Uh, I can be a little shy at times, but um, but I, you know I, I'm definitely always down for uh, down for some fun. Always down for art. Talk about art, and um, I absolutely love teaching. Um, and I'm not a teacher. Uh, that's why I always say educator. Um, mm. I've been working in education for about seven years now. Um, starting off with early childhood education, and then moving into nonprofit work. Um, and, and also like community, uh, community activism type of work as well. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty versatile when it comes to the arts, uh, and also, uh, coming like into education as being almost like very intuitive. Um, Mm -hmm. but I just take all my experiences and take everything that I learned, um, and just try to turn it into, you know, positive situations and also, you know being that person and being that role model to a lot of young artists and young uh young folks that look just like me or even those that don't so no um, doubt. i guess yeah i guess in a nutshell that's that's low-key who i am or you know uh, uh or you know who i you know want people to know me as for sure man for sure would you agree that not everybody can work with kids like you know have that that vibe oh or my like gosh. that chemistry <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess it, it, it depends, like what age we, we're talking about. Because I've worked with, I worked with everybody, um, but yeah, I, I think I, I get pet peeves sometimes of like seeing how people interact with uh, with kids, uh, whether they're toddlers or, or elementary or high school. Um, like some people can be a little bit nervous, especially in the high school realm. Um, but if you just be yourself and, 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 um, you know, come with the open mind and, and, you know, uh, willing to work and adapt, then I think the kids are going to accept you no matter where you go. So, um, and, you know, I, I kind of have an advantage cause they don't, you know, a lot of kids don't see males a lot when it comes to education. And then when, when they see um, you know, somebody like a black and brown individual that's kind of like representing them that they're like, wow, like, okay, like I might have to see, you know, see what this dude is about and I might have to listen to him a little bit. So um, I, I think that kind of kind of gets me into the door a little bit more and kind of uh, makes the kids, I don't want to say respect me, but just being a little bit more open to, to me. Yeah, man, that's interesting. Um, I had worked with kids, you know, it's funny. I'm I'm just jumping back into working with the youth, and I'm super excited, man. It's been one of my biggest regrets, you know, leaving a position a couple of years back. I chased the money, which uh, didn't really fulfill me the same way that working with the youth does, you know. Uh, what would you say is your favorite part of working with the youth? Man, uh, just just their energy. Like I feel like. I'm not that old. Like I'm only I'm only 26, um, and I, I work with high school students currently. But um, I would say current like they just they just have this energy and just like full of like um, like pretty naive, uh, but also <laughs> just hella just hella ambitious. You feel me? Like they just they want. I feel like 
and it's cool to be um it's cool to be in that space to where you can help them like you know kind of work through those things and work through those situations um and really try to figure out who they want to be and who they want to become um from from a personal level to a professional level to career-wise um it's just really cool to see uh uh what they want to get into and how they they plan to develop themselves as an individual i feel you man that growth that growth is uh it's special to be a part of man like it's uh i don't know if our our teachers or our mentors back then kind of like you know appreciated the way i think you know i I I feel like you do and the way i do as far as like being a part of someone's life as they're they're growing up man it's 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 pretty special yeah. All right, man. Well, my second question of the warm up for you is if someone were to pay you a tribute, how would you like to be honored? If I was going to tell some tell myself oh, today I'm going to do something for Ike Brown, what could I do? What small act could I do? Yeah, that's a heavy one. Um Yeah, I guess I guess I would say that like um acknowledging more than me like more than me and like my accomplishments or successes or whatever it might be i would just say like my message and like my goal in life um and i created i created this slogan when i was in college for myself is uh um, passionate creativity through the service for humanity so no matter what i did i own always wanted to make sure that i did it in like a creative or art uh type of way and also while i'm being artistic and while i'm being creative i also want to be a service to uh humanity whether that's um uh, in my community not in my community young folks old folks like it doesn't matter who um and i i I feel like that that is what i kind of like want to keep living for and and like my message and also um I guess almost like my my gift to this world in a sense and to be able to uh continue that um that message on and continue that actionable slogan on um I feel like that that is that might be a best way to uh uh pay tribute to me I got you man I got you yeah. uh, that's a good ass question I appreciate I mean, you know, man, it's like we never really get to to express that. So, you know, when you think of somebody that that you're missing and you want to do something in honor, it's like, damn, what do I do? Uh, So, yeah, yeah, I'm glad I have this collection now that I can kind of go through and, you know, I can I know and the audience out there, whoever listens to this will be like, okay, now I know what I can do, you know, to keep your spirit alive or keep them with you. So. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate that's that. A, yeah, that's a very unselfish, an unselfish question. That's yeah, that's amazing. I like it. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Feel free to use yeah. it, man. Start, start the start the conversation <laughs> with your folks. Uh, it's Definitely. A, and then the last question of the warm up is: on a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself? Ooh. <laughs> I, I like right off the top. I was gonna say like a nine and a half, but I, I keep thinking of my I keep thinking of myself and like from like my mom's perspective and also from my partner's perspective. Like you know, I would say like an eight, just cause like I can be I can be a little naive about uh, uh, like the way I act or like the way that I interact with people or um, the way that I cook or sometimes I might be a little controlling whatever it might be like um, sometimes I, I either lose sight of that or don't know so um, I would say a solid 8 I would okay. say a solid 8 for sure yeah. for sure for sure uh, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality ooh um damn it, this is like soulful questions it's oh, the soul yeah, yeah. You, you haven't checked out any of the uh, the previous episodes, cause that's even better. Cause now you're gonna get caught caught off guard and stuff. But <laughs> I checked out one. So okay, for sure. Like I, I wanted, I wanted to kind of come into this uh, like uh, like open minded and not so much like you know. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. But what was the question again? I'm sorry. Uh, your favorite thing about your personality. Um, favorite thing. I would just say like how like gosh I just had it uh, take your time uh, take your time 
not goofy, but um, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to find I'm trying to find the best word for this, but um, like how open-minded I guess that I am, um, and friendly. That's that's the word I'm trying to look for. Like how friendly I am. I really appreciate that about myself because um, I just talked to a couple of uh, mentors of mine and past coworkers and supervisors and stuff, and they were just telling me that like. You know, Isaac, like wherever you go, you always build community and you always have that sense no matter where you go. And that that was in high school. That was in college. That was in, um, you know, uh, at work. So um, I would say, you know, um, because of how friendly I was and because of how, you know, authentic I was, um, I was able to build all these connections um, and build all, you know, build my network of folks and build really strong relationships that um, that I have to this day. You know, like my supervisor that I met back in like 2014, like we have such an amazing relationship and I know her kids and I know her, I know her husband and um, I, I even know more of her family too. And like we hang out, go to soccer games and, um, you know, uh, grab a beer or two every once in a while. and. Um, yeah, I, I think that that just really um, um, hits, hit, really hits onto uh, just like how friendly and open I am. That's dope, man. That's dope. Um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, do you think you you've been consciously aware of this, or it's just like who who you were? Did you think it was normal? Did you think everybody was like, oh, why isn't everybody kind of trying to build community? You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you said was I aware of it? Yeah, like uh, growing, like growing, was, growing up, like or did it? Was it something where like maybe a teacher pointed it out to you, or it, <laughs> it sounded like it was a recent re- revelation for you? You know, like yeah, I, I guess like the building community part was, but not like being friendly. Like I always felt like, um, like yeah, I, I think somebody told me, but I think like at a young age I was so mellow, like I didn't. I played Hot Wheels and, and, and <laughs> like, and you know, had crayons and paper and drew art, you know, by myself a lot. Um, but like, as I was growing up, just like being around my cousins and my brothers and sisters, and like, I always felt like I was an observer first, and then I was able to come in and communicate and interact with people. And I, I feel like I was always the type of person that's like, finds the energy first, and then, f- and then try to see how I fit within that energy. And sometimes I might have to be quiet. Sometimes I might have to speak up a little bit. Um, but like, that's how I kind of adapt. And I think that's like kind of how I uh, took like my friendliness um, and, and adapted it into all situations. So, um, but yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that people should be, you know, more friendly and have that sense of building community. And I think that uh, if, if people have just a little bit, a little bit of that, I think, you know, um, we'll be able to have better relationships with one another and, and be, being able to interact with one, with another, with one another um, no matter where we come from or um, ethnicity, race, religion, creed, whatever it might be. Uh, um, and I think that'll really help us. You know, I, I think that's the beauty of, of humanity is, is our ability to create community and what that looks like. And usually with community comes culture and to have, you know, several cultures and to be able to break bread and share stories like that's, that's a beautiful thing within itself. So I think that that's kind of like what I value when it comes to like, you know, like being friendly and also like building community, um, wherever, you know, wherever I I get placed. So I feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to move on into the main portion of the interview where you begin choosing numbers between 1 and 34. We do have three levels, so it's either easy, medium, or hard questions, depending on how you're feeling. Uh, you can start off easy and build up if you'd like. Uh, no pressure. So uh, where would you like to start, easy, medium, or hard? Yeah, let's go easy first, bro, because them first couple questions. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. And remember, if there's yeah. anything too personal or, or anything you don't want to talk about, feel free to pass. No pressure. Sure. All right, man. Throw me your first number. Um, let's go with um, 21. 21. What's been your greatest highlight? 
you know, just your per- maybe a personal achievement, maybe a, I don't know if you played sports at all, if you, if there's a, a certain game-winning shot you made or. <laughs> <laughs> um, my biggest highlight. Just knowing me, it would have to be like doing something for somebody else or something like that. Okay. But, okay. Um. Oh, actually, my biggest highlight, my first art show, my first solo art show, um, I did it in um, in San Francisco, um, and prior to that, I, I think I did a gig. I think I did like a live painting in San Francisco for this tech company or something, and um, this dude came up to me. He was like. He's like, hey, bro, he's like one of my homies. He has a gallery and um, I would love to connect him with you. And I was like, I was like, sure. Like, here's my business card, you know, handed over. And I think I heard from him like like a day or two later. Um, and bro was like, hey, like, I really want to bring you in and show you the spot. And I would love to have a show with you um, uh, or, you know, to, you know, for you to be able to uh, show off your work. And um, I was like, cool. And I think it took. It probably took about a month or two to to uh, um, to gather and, and you know uh, you know hang up my work and things like that um, and and yeah like I got ready for the show I came up with a name like I, I you know wrote a little description about it I, I had like all my artwork from like college and a little bit from post college um, and I invited all my friends family whoever can come I, I invited damn near everybody. Um, and just, just to see like my, my friends and my family and my, like my girlfriend's family and friends and, um, people who I never met before, like all coming together in this one, one place to, um, to talk about my artwork and to, to talk to me and to like, for people to interact with me and my family. Like, I don't know, it was just a really special night and, um, like, you know, there was beers and things there, but I couldn't even drink because I was so busy talking. Like, I, I literally couldn't take one sip of anything. Um, yeah, but, you, don't, you don't want that, um, man. You after got, an ex- oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But after, after an exhausting night, like, I was just tired and everything, but I was just so grateful to have that opportunity to be able to showcase my work. And, um, yeah, like I said, like, I was just super grateful for... Um, uh, for the homie to, you know, hook it up and to, you know, for me to be able to uh, have my first show. And especially in San Francisco, like it was, it was, uh, it was pretty dope. Like, I think that was like one of my, one of my biggest highlights. Uh, yeah, definitely one of my biggest highlights. It was a really special night. That's what's up, man. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how many pieces did you have to get prepared for that? Was it like, you had to get like 30 things oh, you man. put up or? Yeah, I think I, <laughs> Cause I was like working, so it was like hard to like make work just solely for the show. So I had like a whole bunch of stuff I've been working on for like the past two years or so. And then like a whole bunch of drawings that I had. And then I made like some prints that people can buy. And um, I think I had, including the drawings and the paintings, I think I had over like 50, 50 works or so. Just because there were so many like big and small drawings, I was yeah. able to like just throw up on the wall. Yeah, so it was it was a really fun and successful night for me. That was it was it was really really memorable, memorable all the way around. Did you do that uh like that? I don't know if you you've watched Fresh Prince, but uh, there's that one scene where he he's like in the middle of the room and he just looks all around. <laughs> Did you have one of those moments just like taking it in? Oh, <laughs> uh, last season, last episode. You know what um, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, low key, like. Um, yeah, I, I was looking around at my work and just like in awe of the fact that like I had that opportunity because not very many artists are able to do that, especially in San Francisco. Like that's like that's like low key unheard of, you know. So um, yeah, just I think I was just really grateful of the opportunity um, and yeah, low key. Yeah, I guess just in a while of of, of having um, of having a night like that in, in a show like I did. So. Um, I think I was just hungry though. I was just hungry to, to have another one and have more and more and more. And I was like, you know, like, damn, like maybe I can just keep asking folks, you know, who has a gallery or who I can showcase for. Cause uh, yeah, cause I, 
not even about, about you know them making money like i was just just i love bringing people together man whether it's a, a family barbecue or you know uh you know going out to dance or whatever it might be like i just love being around people um and to have people that i loved and people that i didn't know and being able to share uh share that moment with people it was like i said it was just it was just really really special no doubt how, um how many shows have you had since then since your first one i guess um i you know i you know i met you uh in trap art i forget where because i've done so many of them um but i think i did like 20 trap art shows i might be i might be exaggerating but i did did a lot yeah that's it yeah i did a lot um yeah bouncing from i did a lot in san francisco and then in oakland and then i did a couple in la and then when they were traveling to like Detroit and, and, and New York, I wanted to go, but yeah, I wasn't able to uh, to go. But um, but yeah, I did like trap art and then just like a couple of like pop-up shows in, um, in Sacramento that I did. Um, so I would say I probably had like maybe about, you know, 20, 25 shows or so that, um, that I was able to do. So, um, so yeah, I was, I was pretty prepared, but you know, just, <laughs> uh you know having to having to do an art show um solely by yourself is pretty tough just because you have to have so much work to be able to hang you know what i mean um and and being aware of the dimensions of the gallery because you can't be putting too much stuff up uh Mm. so yeah you you have to you have to be able to let the space breathe a little bit you know because it can be it can be a little overwhelming to uh to the viewers so Nah, man. Uh, that's one of the mistakes I made. Uh, probably a trap art and other events I've done. You know, with my uh, with my product, I would put it everywhere and put as much as I could out there, just so people knew I had it. Um, so yeah. I, I never really thought about the aesthetic, and you know, you don't you want to make it look clean and all that stuff. So, yeah, you know, yeah. For, for me, it was a learning moment for sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. All right, man. Um, well, actually, before we move on, do want to ask you about this particular question because it's so current. Uh, NFTs, you doing it, or is that like? I, I feel like artists they put their stuff out there, and it all all of a sudden, you know, digital things happen. But yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I heard about it, and I still don't understand it, and. I don't know if I'm ever going to understand it just because it's such a weird thing, right? So you automatically as an artist or as a, as a business owner or as a whomever, as a brand, like you, you already know the risk of putting your stuff out there on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, whatever. You already know that risk. Anybody, anybody and their mama can go on the computer and screenshot it and, and keep it, you know what I mean? So, but when it comes to, I think this is kind of where NFTs comes into play and I'm, I don't like quote me or you know, try <laughs> yeah. to like, I feel um, you, I feel but you. I think like when NFTs come into play is that, all right, well, I'm gonna sell my work and I still have ownership over my work even though that I sell it. And then once that person has it, they, they also too have control to sell it too. But you always have, no matter how many times it sells, you will always have a portion of it. Okay. That's that's what I that's what I think it is. Um, but it, yeah. But it's also still confusing. <laughs> I mean, the way you described it, it just makes me think of like you know royalties and stuff or licensing. Um, yeah. Your artwork and then so yeah. like I could I could put your artwork on a shirt, but then I would always have to give you a portion of whatever comes off from that shirt, right? Or yeah. Yeah, and I like I create work for people like people ask me for logos and and, and like uh, uh, yeah designs and stuff for shirts and like they pay me a certain amount and like for me the way I think about it is that you paid for this artwork like I can still use it because it's mine like I can use it however I want to but also like I'm gonna give you that respect and and also acknowledge that you're gonna do whatever you want for this for reproduction for prints for whatever it might be because you paid for that artwork i can't i can't really tell you what to do because you paid for that particular service you know what i mean so 
so I, I can't really say or have a say much unless it's like in a contract or, or we agreed upon it to be like all right well if you so put this or if you put this on a shirt and sell it and it's thirty dollars like i need five dollars from it like unless it's written out like it's just it's just kind of you know up in the air so um yeah and nfts are, are really confusing i i feel like it's kind of like a royalty type system but also like i don't know like a like a bitcoin type thing i don't know man yeah, like yeah, i no. could like yeah i try to give like my best explanation on what i feel like it is but i still i still don't think i understand it quite uh, quite fully i feel you man um you know i I took some time to finally try to understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, you know, after like learning about stocks. And then now I feel like NFTs is the next thing. But it's hard for me to feel like, you know, I want to put money in, but I have no understanding or like no clue just yet. I feel like eventually there's there's going to be more explanation or a better way to, to kind of uh, put it, make it mainstream. But for now, it's just like, man, I, <laughs> I feel weird like saying I got a piece of this artwork, but I don't even know. What, what i'm gonna do with it like like you said it's it's right. easy to screenshot i'm sorry but it's the it's the truth <laughs> out there but <laughs> yeah, i always give credit i always give credit but yeah 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 and yeah that's that's where that's where things start to come into play it's just like you know with with tiktok and yeah like being able to to uh repost things like people don't have to give you credit like that's that's their right and there's no rules of that you know what i mean so you know somebody can literally be using my art and reposting it and posting it and posting it and I have I might not have any idea about it so it's just you know but that also you have to understand as an artist or a businessman or a businesswoman whatever like you have to understand that if you put it out on the internet you you put it out on the internet yeah. so anybody can grab it you know what I mean so yeah. um but I'm I don't know for me I feel like that's that's a risk uh, a, a good risk just because it gets my work out there i get some business from it and also you know if people use my work you know I, I i wish that they could come up with stuff by themselves but you know i guess it is what it is but um yeah i'm not the lawsuit type of guy <laughs> i feel you man but i mean like yeah. it, it's still nice to know that your energy is out there it's being shared or like you know your definitely. creativity right definitely um, what is your your main medium like do you do stuff you know physical digital what's your choice yeah physical for sure i'm i'm uh i'm a painter uh first more than anything and then uh i am then i consider myself a muralist um and then uh yeah and then from there i work in uh digital work um uh drawings illustrations uh, I do watercolors from time to time, um, but yeah, yeah, I work in a lot of media. I'm pretty, I, I think I'm pretty versatile, uh, but I, I usually try to keep it to either, um, you know, pencils, inks, uh, spray paints, brushes. Like I just try to keep it within that realm of like, yeah, I just try to keep it in that realm. I'm, I'm not much of a sculpture guy. I'm not much of a, a you know, clay person or whatever. Like I'm. <laughs> I'm pretty uh I'm pretty like 2D art. I'm a very 2D art person. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh I, I got a question for you after the interview's done. Uh I'll, I'll save it for then. Um For sure. All right, man. Moving on. Uh I got another game for you. It's a riddle yeah. challenge. So you you'll have 1 minute to solve a riddle. And uh if you oh. if you can do it. <laughs> Are you a riddle person or not? Not so much. Nah, bro. Like this. This will be. This will be a perfect thing for my girlfriend. She absolutely loves things like this. So I'm gonna try to tap into her brain a little bit and see if I can figure this out. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, man. Um, and you know, when she checks out this episode, I'll, I'll, I'm curious if she gets it. You know, before before time runs out. But uh, <laughs> so. all right, man. Here we go. I'm gonna put the timer up. Ooh, there we go. It's gonna. After I say the say the riddle, you'll I'll start the timer. Okay. Your riddle is can you name three consecutive days without using the words Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? So three consecutive days without using the days of the week. Can you name three? Oh, shit. Here we go. Timer's on. 
Yesterday, today, and uh, damn, the day after tomorrow. You're so close, man. You, you got two. You got two out of the three. What's what's the next one? Because past, present, and then future. I mean, you, you pretty you pretty much said it, but you you added a, a little bit to it. So, think about what you just said. You got 15 seconds. <laughs> T- tomorrow. Say it all three. Say tomorrow. all three. Oh, uh, so 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 uh, uh, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, for sure. <laughs> Damn, you got it with four seconds to spare, man. That that was pretty yeah, great. Yeah. That was pretty great. That's the yeah. You kind of you kind of confused me because I thought I thought I had to put day in it still. Oh, okay. I'll, now I know. Yeah. I'll clarify that next time. For but sure. uh, for sure. But nah, man. Yeah, you got it right. Yesterday, today, and cool. tomorrow. You tapped into the energy, man. It, it came to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, so that means if you ever want to flip a question towards me, feel free. If not, it's all good too. Uh, for sure. Moving on, I have a fill in the blank question for you. This is one of the curveballs. Um, and it is social media is blank. I have a love-hate relationship with social media. But social media... Uh, I would say social media is trash. Trash. I hate social media. Yeah, it's, if I was if I didn't have my art and if I didn't have, like, a business, like, I would not use it. Just because... Though I would, yeah, maybe not trash, man. It's a trip, though, right? I feel like... They force us to use it now. Like anyone who wants to do anything, you have to have a social media presence. Um, yeah. But it's maybe not trash. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of another word. Like I would say, like an unorthodox balance. Like it's like it's terrible, but it's great, and it's like it's so useful but it's like not useful at all <laughs> you know what i mean i think social media just has its uh has its good things i don't know and also it's a way for us to connect but it's also a way for us to not connect at all or disconnect from one another so it's a uh, yeah it's like um it's an imbalance i would say i guess that's the best way to describe it no, I feel you, man. I mean, same, same, same deal. If I wasn't doing this, if I wasn't, you know, uh, had my clothing brand, I wouldn't touch it. I, it's like, I remember there was a time where I deleted everything before I tried everything out, and I was just like, you know, I felt more at peace, but I was a, a lot more disconnected. I felt like I, I yeah. missed out on a lot of things. Um, yeah. But yeah, now it's just, it's all a part of our lives, and man, I, I'm trying to find that balance, you know. Yeah. Sure. The can can I have the self discipline to to not scroll for an hour, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like when I get in that zone, I'm like, all right, well, if I if I don't pay attention anymore, get off. Like, cause I'll just I'll just keep scrolling and like I won't like things after like like a couple of swipes. I'm like, all right, well, if you get to that point, you gotta just hop off. So. Mm. Or like I don't know. I, I try to give myself some discipline, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> are you are you like are you hip to the game? You you know you know how to work the work TikTok and all that stuff because I I, um, I I haven't even touched TikTok, man. And bro, <laughs> I, I think we isn't it like a thing now that like millennials just like aren't like supposed to be on tiktok or something like we're like hated like millennials are hated in in the tiktok world bro it's just like <laughs> i had no idea like, man i had no bro, idea <laughs> like we're i just i just learned about it the other day like we're uh it's called it's called something a group a groovy or like uh i don't know it's called it's like a weird word that that like the gen zers or the generation whatever 
um like that's how they describe us like they just describe us as like this weird this weird generation and we don't understand anything and like we're starting to get old too which is <laughs> which is kind of weird because we're getting into like you know 25 to like 35 yeah. or so so yeah it's yeah, they're just haters, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a trip, man. I thought they would be like welcoming of us, you know, not not like get off our. They're, they're telling us to get off their shit, you know. It's like <laughs> it's like no, yeah. uh, no. That's a trip. That's one thing I'm looking forward to working with the youth again is kind of being in yeah. touch with like what what their their perspective on the world, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think they do have a they do have a beautiful sense of the world though because they have so much information at their hands, you know what I mean. So like they're able to understand what's happening in Israel and what's what's happening in in you know China or Mexico or whatever it might be. Like they have all they have all this information. Like they they're open to you know social justice. They're open to environmental justice. They're open to um you know uh non-binaries and, and and gender biases and like all these different things right so they're just they're just opened and also their culture and since they were born they were literally born with the hand with the phone in their hand so so coming from that perspective like you you you're inclined to to see what's happening um not only locally but what was happening throughout the world and i think with that sort of sense um, in that sort of uh, accessibility, like I think you're able to make um, a lot of decisions for yourself and also to be able to like um, have the sense of like uh, being revolutionary or being uh, being an activist or whatever it might be. And I think that they, you know, um, I think they have a really good grasp of the of the world and what's going on, which is, which is pretty cool. So I'll give them that. <laughs> uh, I, f- I feel you, though, um, that yeah. I think having that access to that information at an early age because you know i feel like kids you know we grow up we kind of have that naive optimistic view of the world and as you get older it kind of like the weight of it kind of makes you a little more pessimistic and kind of like well i can't really do anything so these kids having the information having the means to communicate with each other um i think gives them that power to like hold on or be more optimistic and be more energetic so it's gonna be kind of crazy because i i do feel like i'm at that age i just turned 31 this year um i'm at that age where the pessimism is kind of setting in but like for for me the whole vision of like oh i want to change the world is still there but instead of doing it all at one time my my focus is kind of like doing it individually so you know with this podcast and everything's like that's that's the only way i can do it but these kids man these kids they're gonna i'm excited i hope i'm around to see you know what what they're gonna do because i think also with what everything's happening that pressure is gonna force them to do something crazy and big if not if not the ones right before us the ones right uh after them too you know the the world's gonna i think gonna look a little bit different in in our lifetime so I just yeah, hope we definitely. go in the positive direction. Um, definitely. Yo, man, just got to give you a heads up. We're about 15 minutes or so away from the end of the podcast. Sure. <laughs> it's been, uh, you know, going by pretty quickly. I uh, hope you're having yeah. fun. Uh, it's been yeah, fun. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Uh, let's jump into another number. Still sticking okay. with the easy? Um, let's, let's, since we don't have very much time, let's jump to a harder question. All right. I mean, let's, um, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll go with five. Five. Have you ever been bullied? Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shoot. I feel like I've been bullied, like, a lot throughout my life. Um, yeah, man. Um, I think that... I wasn't bullied so much like physically because I felt like I've always been like I, I've always been like this like pretty like heavy set kid like I was I don't want to say I was fat but I was pretty I was pretty big uh, most of my life so I think if it came down to it like I would be able to defend myself but I wouldn't always go straight to fighting fighting because I didn't 
I wasn't really a fighter. Like I, <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, but like, well, not crazy, but you know, I'm 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 a very lovable guy, and you know, I'm a Virgo <laughs> as well. So my natural instinct is just peace. So um, you know, if somebody comes at me, like I try to be like, all right, well, hold on, like, why are you coming at me? Let's try to figure this out, and then you know, uh, and then try to figure out there, but. Um, Uh, yeah, I got bullied a lot when I was a kid just because uh, most of the time I was the youngest with like my cousins, uh, you know, like being around my brother. He was um, a year or so older than me, but he hung out with people that were like three, four, seven years older than him. And um, being around, you know, uh, yeah, being around them and then being around like my dad's friends, kids and stuff like that, it was just like um, I always felt really intimidated to fit in um, and I always was like kind of pushed to the side because I wasn't always like uh, like that cool kid and like I said earlier too like I was pretty pretty mellow as a kid as well and um, never really uh, was able to uh, speak up for myself um, but yeah I, yeah like I said I wasn't really physically uh, bullied but I think I was um, I think I was bullied mentally a lot as a kid uh, just yeah, I feel yeah. you, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what advice would you give anybody that might be, you know, getting bullied and, you know, not feeling it? Um, I would definitely say uh, get help in any type of way, because, like I said, it looks different for a lot of folks. It can be physical, it can be emotional, it can be, um, you know. It can look in all different types of ways. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, I would say the main thing is, you know, try to get help um, or seek out someone that'll, that'll listen to, that'll talk to you or seeking out someone that'll accept you for who you are or that group of people that'll accept you for who you are. Because I think that, um, I think that, uh, you know, usually bullying, bullying usually happens in like, maybe like late elementary-ish, uh, probably elementary and middle school for sure um and i think that that's just a really trying time in a lot of a lot of our lives uh being young because we're still trying to find ourselves and we're still trying to see where we fit in and society already puts us in in this hub of like oh well you need to be this you need to be a skater or you need to be um uh uh, uh a football player you need to be you know um whatever right you you, you kind of have to find your group and i think that society puts that us uh, onto us as well like with like picking certain racial groups and picking certain cultures and picking certain uh, uh certain things because we're built in this like separate society right so i think that um i think that it goes the same way when you're when you're when you're in middle school is just trying to find yourself really um and i felt like i've always i was always open to so many people and so many like groups and I wanted to hang out with the skaters and skate and I wanted to play football and I wanted to hoop and I wanted to you know uh be in the band and I wanted to go dance and I wanted to I wanted to do all these things because I wanted to also I wanted to learn something new but I also wanted to be around those people because I always thought everybody was so tight like like because like the you know like the whole, like the nerdy people had their thing and then like the skaters had their thing. And then like, you know, all these people had their thing and I wanted to be a part of that thing. Um, and all, like, I feel like I always wanted to relate to people in some type of way. And I think that when you find those certain groups um, that you can relate to, I think that it, it really changes your, uh, it really changes your life and also changes your point of view as a person. So. Um, and then when you see somebody that is different from you um, and you come from a more like controlling situation, then that's that's where I think bullies start to come into play because you want you want to have power over somebody that not necessarily doesn't have it, but, but doing it to somebody that hasn't quite got that, um, uh, hasn't quite figured out their identity or has completely figured out their identity and the person that is bullying them hasn't understand where they are or where they come from quite yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, or, or feeling like they have to do certain things to fit in, um, fit into a certain culture or subgroup. So, um, 
but yeah, that was kind of a long drawn out thing. But to answer your question, I think I think the best thing to do is find. I would say just find your tribe, find a group of people that you feel best uh, best uh, best in, and, and um, yeah, just seek help. Um, and I know that, I know those two words kind of sound crazy uh, sometimes, and it sounds a little demanding, but. Um, you know, there's definitely someone out there or, or a group of people that'll be out there um, to listen to you for sure. So, um, yeah, I got I think you. I kind of just grew up with a tough bone. Yeah, I kind of grew up with a tough bone in my body. So I kind of observed and just kind of took a lot of stuff in. Um, and sometimes it affected me pretty bad, but other times I feel like it, it helped me grow in a lot of ways. Always two sides, man. Always two sides. And, uh, yeah, you uh, you have you ever gotten a chance to kind of like co- have some closure with those bullies? I don't know. I don't think a lot of people get that opportunity. So I want to shout out uh, the homie that that felt like he was my bully, and we we talked it out. You know, he apologized it to to me, and you know it's funny because he was still like one of my homies. We were on the same sports teams. We you know he came over to my house, and you know we were homies. But like there was times where you know he did kind of get under my skin with the name calling or whatever but um yeah how, how about you have you ever had a chance to talk it out with with whoever was uh playing that role yeah i guess i never really like nah i, I don't think i ever did that like met up with somebody or like was close to somebody and i was um i was like hey like, I don't like what you're doing or whatever. Like, I don't think I had that guts to do that. And mm-hmm. I think that I kind of just handled it myself. And for me, like, I, I just wanted to have friends <laughs> and I just wanted people to love me. Um, and when when people didn't love me or people that didn't want me around, then it's just like, all right, well, I'm not finna, I'm not finna keep giving you this love if it's not finna be, uh, not gonna be returned. So, um, yeah, and that goes for, you know, the male figures in my life, the female figures in my life. That that, that kind of went with everybody. For sure, for sure. Um, all right, man. I there's about nine minutes left in the podcast. Uh, I wanted to try this other game, but actually, I'm not going to make it a game. It's, since it's a new <laughs> thing, it's a. Uh, I'm trying to. I don't know what. What's another word for mantra? Like, uh, like, uh, like, like us, like your your slogan or your purpose. Something, something like right, like like motto or motto. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't found the right word for it, but uh, it's it may, for for now. I call it like the thirty fourth mantra. So nice. I have some fill in fill in the blanks, uh, and then. Is you're supposed to do it in under 10 seconds, but I'm not going to do that for, the, for, the, for this conversation. Uh, for sure. But it's three, three statements, which is basically the first one is, I am blank. You're going to finish that statement. I am. Yeah, I feel like those are so many things. Um, worthy. All right. I like that. I am worthy. Yeah. Second one is, I can blank. succeed I can succeed I'm worthy I can succeed and mm-hmm. I will blank flourish alright I am worthy <laughs> I can succeed and I will flourish for mm-hmm. sure man I like that I like that yeah. um, I think this is gonna be like the little promo uh, of your of your episode basically I, I've been Tired. tinkering with these things and uh yeah th- this one seems to work out um, cool sure. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, that that's tight man I like that yeah I'm gonna have to write that down tonight <laughs> yeah man yeah for sure uh, yeah. I'm worthy I can succeed I will flourish uh, I'm gonna keep yeah. repeating it now um, <laughs> all right man we've made it to the concluding portion of the podcast uh, just some close out questions for you this, sure. this next one is actually coming from a previous guest uh, I'm trying to find a way to connect my guests together and this is one way where I can take a question that they left for you uh, nice. this shout out to Anthony Regala uh, his question for you is where do you feel like your heart belongs 
Yeah. I would say quickly, well not quickly, but like like immediately would say that peace. Like I feel like I feel like uh yeah, that's where my heart belongs. And I think that peace for me looks in so many different ways. Um but I think that um I recently um acknowledge that like when I do my art I'm at so much peace. And um and it just takes me to it just takes me to this place that I just feel uh like almost like a like a spiritual lift in a sense um and yeah when it when it comes to my art or when it comes to like working out or when it comes to um being with my friends and family uh when i'm eating some good ass food uh you know all these all these different uh spaces i feel like um yeah yeah my heart just always gravitates towards peace and you know, when there's times that like I get into arguments with like my 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 partner or whatever, like I I always always tell myself like, damn, like why am I doing this? Like I don't want to do this anymore. And like I just want to I just want us to have peace, and I want us to you know be able to you know just move on and move forward from this because you know it's kind of hurting the both of us. You know, it's doing this. So, um, but yeah, I I, I always try to gravitate uh towards peace wherever i'm at or wherever i go um and yeah because things can get really awkward for me <laughs> really really fast so yeah my heart always gravitates towards peace man that's dope man that's dope and i feel that i feel that energy from you man and i definitely appreciate yeah. it uh yeah. this next question is what what question would you like to leave the next guest that comes down to 34 questions you could go light you could go heavy whichever way you want to go (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's already so many good ass questions it's like it's hard to um, come up with one but uh, yeah I'm such a I'm such a food lover so we'll just go with uh, with this Um, yeah like uh, yeah I would say if you're having a family cookout or you got some friends coming to come in, you know, uh, you're hosting some friends. Uh, what's, what's the, what's the meal that you gonna like, just hit them over the head with? All what's, right. what's that, what's that one main dish that you, you just gonna, you know, uh, drive everybody crazy for? All right, for sure, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, real quick, can you, you mind answering that one for yourself? Well, what do you like to bring to the potluck, you know? Bro, it's not even like a potluck. I feel like I just, I'll, I'll like do the whole damn thing. Like I'll, oh, I'll have shit. like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, like I'm, I like, I love hosting people. So gotta have like the beers and drinks and things. Um, and then, yeah, it just depends on what the mood is. Um, but I feel like you should always have like some type of like charcuterie board or something of like just like some quick finger foods, like, you know, some carrots and hummus, you know, some, you know, pretzels and hummus, whatever, you know, kind of having some things to dip, some crackers and salami, whatever. Um, But like, for like the main course, I would say uh, to host like a group of people, I don't know, that's a good question. I can't answer my own damn question. Don't worry about it, man, don't worry about it. Uh, Uh, But yeah, I don't know, I wouldn't, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty vegan for most, most uh, most of the week, but, um shoot i would say my go-to just like my one of my favorite dishes growing up was uh uh fried catfish and some seasoned fries oh just shit like, Cat, catfish like, you don't I, have every day man that's a that's a sure right there. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so maybe that and then like you kind of have to balance it out so like a nice like a nice salad or 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 uh you know some vegetables some good vegetables on the side you gotta have some vegetables man yeah yeah yeah. hell yeah for sure for sure catfish and some seasoned fries that sounds bomb as hell man Um, (laughs) all right and then my very last question for you the question Mm -hmm. that kind of ties it all together what would you like your descendants to know about you you know 500 years from now they're kind of watching this video trying to figure out who they are like what would you like them to know about you Damn, my kids, 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 kids. Yeah, man. Like, oh. All the way down the line. Like, cause you know, that's a big thing that inspired this is that, you know, 
we don't know our ancestors like that so trying to create that platform where we can we can have something for them to kind of like be like oh shit that's that's what they were like you know <laughs> like yeah. you know my great grandfather was all about peace you feel me you, you know Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah i i think um damn that's a good ass question i think that like yeah it would have to do with peace but also kind of like kind of like going back to like my slogan as well is like just being being a service to humanity in and making an impact and it can be from a small level can be from a local level you know worldwide whatever i think that um yeah being there for your brothers and sisters being there for um you know our our fellow humans you know you know no matter who they are what they go through um just being there and being present and and sharing sharing each other's space and time um i think i think that's something that i really would want to pass down and you know tell my children's children to um hold up that legacy and also to um you know to build your own foundation as well because i think that's something that's like you know for my family that's something that doesn't that's not even that don't even make sense to do to to build your own foundation whether that's through like a business or you know um you know having your own or or you know saving money or whatever it might be like i think that um uh having your own foundation um uh i think i think you you can kind of control the narrative a little bit better when you have um when you have ownership of something and when you have your own things and you can answer to yourself um i think i think it just it just it just hits a little differently um and uh, yeah and also just like generational wealth and i think that that can look in a lot of ways you know just kind of depending on how money's gonna look you know 500 years from now but um <laughs> <laughs> uh passing down some type of wealth because I think uh, I think wealth can be uh, from a knowledge standpoint, from a monetary standpoint, um, uh, from a health standpoint, right? So like all these things. So having having a good sense of wealth, um, well-rounded wealth. I'll say that for sure. So yeah, I'll say those three things. For sure, man. Thank thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any last things uh, you want to mention, or before we head out, like where can people support you? Where can people find your stuff? Or uh yeah um you can find me on instagram and uh mainly instagram is like where i'm at uh but uh yeah not tiktok uh, <laughs> but uh yeah you can find me at ike brown usually on like all platforms facebook and twitter i believe too um and then also i have my own website as well uh ikebrown.com um i'm gonna be having some new merch and things dropping um uh also dropping um uh it's called paint and fly it's like uh private parties uh private paint parties uh for those who are interested in you know doing some step-by-step painting so i'm gonna be launching that in june um for classes from uh july until the end of the year um and then um what else do i got going on um <laughs> uh yeah i think i'm dropping some private art lessons too i think i'm gonna kind of open that up and for people to schedule some uh some one-on-one uh, uh lessons with me as well so um yeah and then also just trying to drop some new things on on my art side so um yeah like like i said before i'm just really focused on keep on pushing my art um uh, for what it is and also um really trying to make a name for myself as an as an educator um uh, and and uh yeah just pushing that envelope forward um uh, so so yeah that's where y'all can find me and also some things to uh, look forward to from me for sure man and uh, I'll make sure to put all that stuff in the description and whatnot. Um want to thank you again man for coming on it's been a great conversation uh, I hope you know you have fun it was great to hear your story uh, want to yeah. thank all the folks out there also for tuning in listening doing your thing um, <laughs> and yeah, and, yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah anything else you good no, I was going to say, yeah, thank you so much for um, having me on here. And I appreciate you, uh, you know, for taking the time out uh, to interview me. And um, great questions, man. Like, really good questions. I, I, I like how it's not just, like, centered around what I do and, and things like that. It's more on a personal, like, 
human level, I guess you can say. So I really, I really admire and appreciate that. Right on, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's one of the things I was. I'm trying to take, you know, like that perception, you know, if, if we just dove, dove into your artist side, you know, then people would have like, oh, like the same kind of idea that we normally we have about artists. But I'm all I'm mm -hmm. all about stripping the title and then kind of like, like you said, we're all fellow human beings. And, you know, like, who are you aside from being an artist? You feel me? Um, yeah. So thank you for for that, man. I'm glad that, you know, you have that perspective. Pers Perspective on it and I hope a lot of folks out there can kind of see that too and uh, you know I'm just trying to help everybody tell their story so uh, thank you and yeah uh, as always guys uh, oh stay stay on after I, I close out as well um, but uh, remember to always reach out reach forward and as always much love <laughs>